Hey, Nathan. Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We are 16 episodes in today. 16. 16. And I thought it would be really fun to talk about and hear from you and from me about how we take care of ourselves since we're nearing winter and we've both got a lot going on. It seems like that would be fun and maybe helpful. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm living the life of a home birth midwife right now, waiting for our own birth to happen at any moment. So I'm like rushing to get all these things done. We've got a yard project that we're trying to finish. We've got, I've got like, I've got, I'm setting up my private membership association. I'm trying to figure out a 501c3 structure that's helping me with my loan forgiveness. I've got like, I mean, then everything around the house, the normal stuff, we've got a toddler running around. We've got, and granted, I know you've got a bunch of dogs and a bunch of kids and you and I are both just constantly having to juggle eight balls and um, self-care is becoming evidently far more important for me <laughs> than it ever has been because I am um, busy, which is good for the business, but it's, it is crushing my spirit in some ways. Hmm. So, I was curious if being on your own, so to speak now, like without the job, has that made it easier or harder to take care of yourself. You know, I think back to all the people that have like, you know, quote, I'm using air quotes, real jobs, you know, and I mean like the, the corporate autocracy kind of path that we've all been sort of imbued with as, at an early age, right? You go to college, you get your degree, you might go for more degrees, you might, you know, whatever, you get all this debt. For me, it was like, it's like almost a half a million dollars in debt from medical school alone. And, um, and then you end up in a position where you're making a decent salary and you're like collecting your 401k and you get like a little 529 contribution and all that's expected is you follow the rules, you do your modules set by some corporate person that doesn't understand people and you pay your taxes and you rinse and repeat every week, right? Until you die, I suppose. And in some ways that sounds horrible. In other ways, it's like, gosh. I get it because everything is done for you. Like you just get that fat paycheck as a doctor, you're getting like paid really well. And um, those golden handcuffs are super tight. But having left that, I my spirit's actually being lifted by the freedom. Every single day I can decide how I wanna use my time. It's just that right now my time is being used building out a model that, that is still gonna meet our needs but also provide time for me to be with the girls and time to be with my friends like you. And um, obviously I haven't even been able to visit you yet. Like there's just not good balance there. And so self-care is becoming, it's becoming a topic on the front of my, my, my frontal cortex. <laughs> right. It's the number one thing. I think I was just saying that to Jason or I don't know, maybe to Margo, just like, especially as a mother, but as a father too, you know, especially people that are like home and kind of running their own businesses and lives. If we're not healthy and happy, then no one is. So you realize pretty quickly that if you want to create things and you have this huge list like you do of like all the things that need to happen. And then on top of it, all the things you would love to happen and love to make happen. That's right. That they're I hate to say there isn't enough time because I do believe there is enough time, but there's not often enough like stamina and energy for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And and like, you know, as we were, we were recording, you know, I had asked you, Hey, can we record Friday morning? And you were like, yeah, I'll do it for you. 
<laughs> because it's like right and punched, you know, smack dab in the middle of your like optimal self care time. You said you go and walk, so you do your workouts in the morning. You probably enjoy just having a cup of a hot beverage, maybe some mud water. I remember you used to drink that, <laughs> and you just sit and you probably you're just like working through the stuff from yesterday you're still integrating and then you're preparing for all the stuff that's coming today but like where do then do we fit in the stuff that we actually need not even physically like working out is important to me as well it's it's also like where do i find just the, the solitude or the quiet like you know we don't make time for that and as people who are constantly in demand whether you're a home birth midwife you're a recovering physician <laughs> addicted to work or whatever um where do we find that time? You know, I, I mean, there are so many burned out individuals who are just doing the doing the job because they're they feel like they have to do the job, and it's always that like the converse, conversation in, in healthcare is always around resiliency, hmm. and it's like, hey, let's do a group yoga session during lunch, and you have like twenty minutes to do some bullshit yoga thing. Like that's not really self care. It's like it becomes another checklist item becomes another thing we have to check off the list like i have to do my daily tai chi or whatever else my mother's like that she's like i i did my meditation today like she's the like hurry up and relax type of person you know <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of that out there right i think women certainly know what i'm talking about what you're talking about self-care at the base level is like oh make sure you you know take a bath every now and then and it's like yeah that that can feel good um, but I'm curious what you think when I have really been delving more into self care, especially this season, like we were chatting about kind of the darkness of the season, right? The fall, it's Scorpio season, it's such an internal time. Oh, to yeah. me, self care is like, making allowance for the feelings that are coming up. Like it's not so much the to do list, because I feel like if you're if you're managing your emotions, like doing your list is so much easier, but it's making the time to feel kind of the other stuff right. that's coming up around your depletion or, you know, a baby coming or like whatever it is for you. Yeah. What do you think? Help me reframe that question. Can you, can you say it one more time? I don't know that I asked it so well. I think I was expressing that for me, if I'm being really honest, self-care is making time to like really check in with how I'm feeling, even though that's not always a pretty place to sit. So I was yeah. just asking yeah. you if like you feel like with some of the things you've chosen or the time you spend, do you find yourself sitting in that space of just like, oh my God, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. Like I'm kind of scared about this thing. Or is it more just like, oh, I got to I got to check, check it off the list. Like where? Yeah, where that's do you interesting. Fall? That's an interesting question. Maybe it's not like that for you, but that's what I'm feeling. Well, you know, I, I'm going to kind of, maybe, maybe this is a bit of a corollary, but I, I kind of feel like nowadays, because we're so overstimulated by stuff, that it's actually sometimes scary for some people to be completely alone with their thoughts. That's like, what I mean. how they feel, yeah. And so... I am the type that likes to have music on at all times, or I will take the time while I'm, you know, using the bathroom, I'll like flip through my phone or whatever. And like, those are all opportunities that could just be spent like being quiet. On the other hand, I do have a Tai Chi practice. I, every, I haven't done it today. I'll do it after our call, but it's uh, one single movement 
over and over and over again for 15 minutes. And that sounds horribly boring, but and initially after like five to 10 days of doing it, I'm on like day 20 today or something, going for 100 days straight because I always find some reason not to do it. So I'm kind of training myself. And at first it was kind of like, first it was kind of like, um, like, oh, I just don't really have time for this. Or like, I have the monkey brain going while I'm doing the thing, you know, whether it's Tai Chi or taking a bath or whatever else. But then after you actually force yourself through five or 10 days, I've actually come to really, really appreciate that time. And I do my like, like, like I do have the monkey brain, but I realize that like, if you can actually put yourself in a, in a space of, you know, relaxation, right? Tai Chi is very relaxing. It is kind of hard work. You're moving, you're moving a lot of energy through your body. Um, but the problem that I realize is not the monkey mind. It's actually just being able to observe the monkey mind as opposed to acting and reacting to the monkey mind, which is how I spent, you know, 99% of my day. So for this like 15 minute block of time, it allows my brain to just do that integration while my arms and shoulders and legs are sort of busy with this heart opening Tai Chi pose. And, um, and so now I'm actually like, I'm super excited to do it, you know, but it's something that it, it, it's like with anything, it takes practice. You, you just have to get comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that you're not quote doing anything or accomplishing anything. You're actually just integrating. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to yoga, the period right after you finish this, the, the poses, there's always that person in the room who, instead of doing Shavasana, they're like, oh, crank out a hundred pushups. You know the person, right? <laughs> or they just get up and leave. Or they're, they're just done. like, I got fucking things to do. <laughs> this bullshit laying down part. <laughs> but I mean, just like with birth, you know, or even after a person dies, like there's an integration process that comes afterwards. And that period of integration, that pause is actually where the work is done. So, you know, traditionally with yoga to take to pick on yoga again, traditionally yoga was like Shavasana was the thing. And then you built a practice around that in order to to move energy and also to kind of check in with your legs and your arms and your heart and your gut. And but then you're still Shavasana, like, ah, I get to now do the work like I've put in the time. Let's reap the the rewards of the work. And we don't ever let ourselves reap the rewards of any work. It's always on to the next thing. So so for me, it's almost like the Tai Chi is my Shavasana before the day. And um and it's really kind of an integration period from everything that happened yesterday and the day before. And even what I've I conjured up in my dreams, like I have very, very vivid dreams and there's great ideas that come to me. Most of my great ideas come to me in sleep. And, um, and so like, if I don't integrate that, like it's not helping my mission. It's not helping me. It's not helping my wife because I become irritable if I'm not caring for myself. And so it's a little bit of investment up front for this long term kind of reward that that I think that everybody in my life benefits from. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's your version. I kind of took a long time to say it. What's my version? I think just sitting and breathing is really it. I mean, I suppose you could call it meditation. But some days that seems like a really fancy word for what we're talking about, which is just doing nothing and feeling the things. And like you said, observing what's going on in the mind. So when I do that, yeah, my, my days, my nights, everything feels more balanced, but I feel the same way. It's always like, Oh, where do I find time for that until you get in the groove? And I don't know that I'm quite in the groove yet, to be honest. It's sure. You know, you go in and out of these practices I find. So I'm coming back in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, for all the midwives out there, I know that there's a lot of people that kind of live this life of martyrdom. And I think physicians are, are even worse, you know, worse in this respect. It's, uh, you're not doing your patients any, any good. You're not doing your family any good, your kids any good. Um, you're not doing yourself any good if you're not allowing yourself a little room to breathe. You know, uh, the, the world does not need more hardworking midwives and doctors. The world needs more people that are sitting and being present with the moment. And um, society tells us that that is wrong. Society tells us that if you're not producing something, if you're not doing some work, crossing something off your checklist, that you're useless, that you're lazy, that you're incompetent. And that's not true. Like, it's really not true. We've got a whole society of broken people who haven't, sh- haven't embraced Shavasana. <laughs> Yeah, and the job force, and I think even the parenting force. So speaking to motherhood, and I think a lot of women feeling like they just don't have time for that. But like we're saying, then everything kind of can suffer. I think some people need more time than others too. So I don't know how you are. I'm, I'm making my guesses just because I feel like you and I are so much alike. But like, I need I need a lot of time. Yeah. Jason Jason's awesome. Like he I would love if he would take more time for himself, but he's not the same personality. So I, you know, need mornings. I need like time alone. I need to be able to do my stuff. Um so I think not apologizing for that is good too. Yeah, I think some of the 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 best connections that my wife Stephanie and I make is whenever like, let's say that um, she knows that I'm, I'm up late sometimes. Like, I'll tuck her in and then I'll go and work under a red light to make sure that I'm not um, struggling to fall asleep. I'll put this bright-ass red light in my office on and it, it increases melatonin, it decreases cortisol, and I might even use, like, a weed gummy or something. And then when that starts kicking in, it's, like, time to go to bed. And I'll sleep in maybe, like, today I slept in probably 30, 45 minutes after Stephanie woke up and she's you know like almost 10 months pregnant so (laughs) so she's uncomfortable she's like she could use sleep more than anybody Penny is sleeping at my my uh, mom in uh, stepdad's Airbnb last night and Hmm. so she woke up and she went down and she was like hey sorry I I crept out because I just wanted you to get a little extra rest and in the past I used to I used to apologize to her like oh my gosh I'm so sorry that I slept in I you know, because of course, me as the as the uh, it's just it's not even just as the man. It's it's like our dynamic is that right. I'm doing the work of breadwinning and this and that, and Stephanie is caring for literally everything else in our life, including growing babies. And <laughs> um, and so she, you know, she's like, I get it. Like, and and then I remember one time she said, you know, it actually is really nice whenever you like if you just thanked me. Like, I always end up thanking her later, but I come down and it's like. I have to be upset with myself that I mm. let myself sleep in and as to prove to her that like, like I have to lash myself. I'm great at lashing myself. And mm. she's like, you don't, you don't have to do that. Like it actually is my pleasure. And if, if really, if you had just said, thank you, that would have been felt better than me watching you lash yourself because I let you sleep in for an extra half hour. I, I let you sleep in, you know, she's like, you needed it. You were sleeping. So, you know, and so I don't know, we get into these strange patterns and I, I do think it's programmed from an early age that like, hey, buddy, if you're if you're sleeping more than five hours a night, you're not working out as hard you're not working as hard as me. I mean it's in the gym, it's in the workplace, sure. it's sure. In, people are competitive with their diets. Like how much can I suffer? And the more you suffer by, you know, either not taking care of yourself or um, holding yourself to, you know, immeasurable sort of in you know 
these these sort of um I don't even you know these these standards right that are imposed upon us. Um, like if you're not if you're not suffering more than the next person, then you're not as valuable as them in some way, and and that it just breaks you down, you know, and it breaks even in my own relationship. If I just like this morning, I went down and I said, oh, thank you, honey, for letting me sleep in, and she was like, she felt like she cared for me, and I actually did care for myself, and I didn't lash myself for having an extra half hour of sleep. I mean, granted, we still we still woke up at like eight, but <laughs> it's not like we're sleeping until noon, but um. But even so, if that was the case, maybe you needed it. Maybe you just need to let yourself rest. And um, I feel like midwives are as guilty of this as anybody. Because they're like, I've got 400 clients a month. Look how good I am. And it, like their adrenals, you can tell, are just like these little raisins. <laughs> they haven't taken a single day to cook for themselves in the past month. And they live in their car. They have like, you know, it's... it's uh, it's good work. It's also like we have to, we have to also appreciate that like producing more does not necessarily make you a better person or a better mom or a better birth worker. Like we also need to be caring for ourselves. It's not sustainable either. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I always come back to. I've never had dreams of being that kind of midwife though. I've never liked the way that looked from even being closer to it that like, just like bags under the eyes, totally burned out, like living on coffee, just not eating well. Like my body cannot do that. And I'm, yeah. and I'm glad I know that. But, you know, most of those people end up maybe getting sick or, you know, like what, why, why, yeah. why, why? Except it can be hard to care for yourself. So what, what other sorts of things have you been putting on your self-care activity list um let me think about that and let me add a little mini a little mini anecdote to what you just said there was when i was in residency remember OBGYNs do a lot of surgery we all know that they're the ones yeah. doing c-sections and in the middle of the night you might get woken up as a resident or a or even a practicing doc um to do a c-section right well they did you you, you tend to think like oh man if somebody's being woken up in the middle of the night they're probably you know, not as good at doing surgery. So I actually looked into the literature on this. And um, so imagine, imagine you're stretch, you're, you're, you're working well into the wee hours of the night. You're not as, you're not as quick. You don't, you make typos, you miss words when you're typing. Now imagine you're going to do surgery. Like what, what possibly could go wrong? So I looked at the, uh, <laughs> I looked at the medical literature. It wasn't even medical literature. It was actually a study that was done amongst special forces, soldiers, military personnel who were sleep deprived and and they would actually have them then go into like rooms with guns like probably fake guns but mm. to see how they would perform these exercises you know as teams like did they still cooperate were they still communicating well like how sleep deprived can a person get before they start fucking up in their military exercises that they're like super trained to do and they found that when they sleep deprived these special forces guys and, and, and women I presume um that they were just as accurate with their rifles, right? So we are just as accurate with our scalpels. And your hands work on their own, even if you're tired. Like they know where to put the knots, they know how to suture, like you do all those things almost blindfolded. Like it's, it's you get pretty good with your hands. But what they found in the study with these special forces guys was that they, they were it's just as accurate with their rifles, just as deadly with their rifles, but they had a hard time distinguishing friend and foe. Hmm. 
So what is that? How can we actually translate that into our everyday life? Like we become siloed off as a person with these great skills that we can use when we're tired, but the relationships and whatnot degrade. We have a hard time, you know, seeing in the periphery how we're, our, our decisions are impacting people. And that's really, really important in birth work. So, so I know our, our time is up, but you asked me what I'm doing for self-care. I drink less coffee because coffee's just it just squeezes my adrenals even harder. I use my my blue light blocking glasses at night and sometimes even during the day. I use my red lamp at night in order to make it so that I'm not still busy working when I lay down to go to sleep at night. Um, I actually have started using this tobacco vaporizer which is really really grounding for me. It really really gives me like a little bump in the morning of nicotine. And without all the toxic stuff that's in cigarettes and crappy pipe tobacco and all this, this is like a really organic tobacco. But then there's also medicinal herbs that I place in there. And it's a very, it, it almost feels like a clarifying, um, uh, like being misted in some way when I, when I, you know, when I vaporize this stuff. And it, it's really, really helped me in my really busy, stressful days. Um, but I also like don't have as much time to go to the gym so I bought a kettlebell and I have like some uh, I have a pull-up bar in my garage and I'll just go in and like get some blood and lymph moving once in a while and I have my Tai Chi practice and and all of these things have really enabled me to go into the kitchen a couple times a day and sit with with Penny hug and kiss my wife and like Penny would just come and sit on my lap and just wants to be with me and that that in and of itself taking time and holding space for that to happen is is really really important to me right now so So in these nesting months, I'm doing a lot of just being with them, getting my work done and finding these little, these little accoutrements Hmm. that help me get through my days. Hmm. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the perfect time, perfect time of the year. And sounds like for you personally, just all the stars have aligned to, you know, make it important to do that. So maybe we'll do a a check-in again in the, in the spring or something and and see how the things have unfolded. Yeah. I'll also mention that it's so sunny right now in Kentucky. Like it's a very sunny time of year. You know that you're down the street. So, <laughs> um, it has been, it was rainy for a couple of days, but like this time of year is perfect and the ground is still kind of warm. So being out there with like my flannel and my bare feet in the sun doing Tai Chi is really, really, really feels really good. So I encourage everybody to find a practice like that. It's pretty great. Yeah. The earth is a great practice. Just get out mm-hmm. there. Make it simple. Get out there in nature. That's yep. Breathe in air. All right. Well, that's a wrap. That's it. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.